What's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another tech podcast. My name is Brandon, and I am Linux Liaison. I'm not Noah Chalaya, I'm not Tony Bemis, and I'm not Randall Schwartz. Please don't confuse that. Now, today we're going to be focusing on automation. More specifically, we're going to be looking at the state of automation today, in a more general sense, what a sort of automated future would look like, and sort of mentally preparing ourselves for an automated future. Let's take a listen, shall we? Today, more than ever, automation seems to be the thing looming over most summer jobs and industrial line careers. The robots and computers are constantly encroaching on the lives of those in the menial job sector. Not for very much longer will students be able to work their suntanning days away at McDonald's, and nor will truck drivers be able to call their beloved big rings home. And why is that? Well, you may have noticed these monstrous screens asking if they can take your order at McDonald's. Those things, while they may have a larger upfront cost, save corporations like McDonald's millions every year in insurance costs, in wages, in time spent vetting another employee when fall comes around. Because machines don't tire. They don't waver in the face of an angry customer, they require little to no supervision, and are almost never late. Now in the industrial sector, machines may have whirred away for decades performing the same task over and over and over again, but a lot of the machinery in a factory warehouse has been limited to a single task. It's not like any of the robots are able to fill up a coke bottle, seal the bottle with a cap, and then put the label on all in one go. These are different machines performing these different tasks. They just happen to be lined up one after another. So automation by machine has been very limited up until recently where robots are learning how to perform much more complex tasks thanks to a push in software development that's occurred in the past decade or so. Today, we're seeing self-driving cars, smile to pay at KFC in China, even automated oil drilling. And while a lot of the automation is replacing things that are soul-sucking as a job, the human touch will surely be missed. Let's just picture what a life in an automated world would look like. And keep in mind, this future is not too far away, practically looming just around the corner. You get up, you're ready, you're out the door, just in time for your Uber to arrive. You get in the car, and you go and hand a tip to the driver to get you to work extra fast. But you notice there is none. There's just an empty seat that rests in the front. And the car has already begun to move forward. Noticing you're in the car, thanks to seat sensors. So you get to work, and your boss angrily tells you, Get to your desk and start spitting out code. Because you're late for the third time this month. So you begrudgingly type away until your shift is over. Then you head over to your favorite restaurant, which isn't like it used to be, but I mean, the food's still good, right? So you walk in, you punch in your order on the dimly lit screen. The place is eerily quiet, but you stay around, watching your food being prepared behind the plexiglass, the robots skillfully flipping and flopping the ingredients into place until finally it gets put into a locked compartment. You walk up the said compartment and present your receipt to the scanner and the lock unlatches. You take your food and you head home. 
Now you're sitting at the table, eating your dinner, watching TV, but something's missing. You can feel it. You can taste it. Ah, not enough salt. But what's more interesting is that you haven't seen one smiling face all day long. Not today, not yesterday, not even a month ago. Now, what I've described might sound a little dramatic, I'll admit, but it's a very real possibility. I mean, we have the technology to do something like that today. It just hasn't been perfected, and to be honest, society's just not ready for that. It's got to move at a slower pace than the speed technology does. That being said, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I don't think it's going to get so depressing. I mean, humans have always adapted. We adapted to the Industrial Revolution. We've adapted and are continuing to adapt to the Internet Revolution. And of course, we'll obviously adapt to the Automation Revolution. But during the beginning, there will be hiccups. There will be stuff like privacy issues, minor malfunctions that create safety scares, and even security issues. I mean, the self-driving cars, they're not perfect. I believe in the past, in something like 8 million miles, the Google self-driving car has had 13 accidents. But I will say that none of these accidents were at fault of the car. But stuff like that will all be fixed. They'll all be patched in the end because automation is in the best interest of many a corporation and many a consumer. Because, I mean, of course, the corporations make more money. But on the consumer side of things, you end up having to reserve less time in your brain to think about things that you shouldn't have to. Less time that you have to reserve for focusing on driving to work or what options you gotta order at Mario's Pizza, they'll all be right in front of you in, in more detail than it already is right now. And you won't even have to worry about whether your taxi is going to arrive. I mean, even today, there is a lot less hassle in getting a taxi. I know in New York, there you just wave your hand and a taxi is hailed. But a lot of times in places, I don't know, like Montreal, it's difficult to find a taxi because you've got to find the taxi number, you've got to actually call the place, and then figure out a way to pinpoint your exact location for them besides giving them an address. I don't know, I'm on the corner of First and Main right in front of the Starbucks. And then it's that whole worry game. Oh, is it coming? Well, how long is it going to take? And sometimes the taxi driver will just completely abandon mission. And it gets even easier getting out of the taxi because you had to fumble with money. If the person didn't have any card machine, you couldn't use your card. So you had to find the exact change of what, whatever it costed for your trip. With Uber, you just step out of the taxi and it's already paid because everything is hooked up to your account anyways. So I'm, it's not surprising that many of the taxi companies are all up in arms because they didn't change with the times. They didn't take advantage of the internet revolution. They didn't take advantage of the app revolution. Uber, Lyft, ride sharing. Even worse, they're gonna be losing out to self-driving cars. 
burger flippers are going to lose out to automated kitchens. And well, I mean, maids lost a long time ago thanks to the Roomba. It seems like automation is slowly touching almost every facet of our lives. From farming to online retail, from restaurants to long haul delivery, maybe in the future we'll just all have to be programmers. Unless AI takes that away from us too. Thank you so much for listening to episode 9 of Yet Another Tech Podcast. If you have any comment or criticism, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Mastodon, or Instagram. All the information will be down below. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, plus one, uh, retweet, love, boost, all that jazz. I've been Brandon Nolet, a.k.a. Linux Liaison, and I hope you have a fantastic night.